This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 due at signing. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. The Kansas City Chiefs have a run to make both this season as well as the next decade. Welcome back to Locked On Chiefs. I'm Ryan from Rogue Analytics as well as your host over at RGR Football on YouTube. Today's and episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. But we also have to take a look at what it means need. for the rest of the roster, the team going forward. A lot of you have been asking for a very long show, and I have that for you today because there are plenty of takeaways from what Patrick, Brett Veach, and Andy Reid had to say, as well as uh, I break it down even farther with Matt Derrick again later in the show today. The attention will turn to Chris Jones very shortly, but for right now, Patrick Mahomes is in-house and will be for a very, very long time. That's the basis for setting up your franchise run. The QB, the franchise QB that has been so elusive in Kansas City for so long is now here. And I've seen some dissension about what this deal means. And and unfortunately, not just from outsiders, not part of the kingdom. I think the kingdom knows that this actually helps them set the table for what they have to do otherwise by having the biggest question mark out of the way and off the books in terms of, of any kind of question. This allows them to move forward in ways to patch holes that they're going to eventually have, whether it's player retirements or player free agency. There will be holes. There will be drafting that has to be emphasized in the future. That is a necessary part of this process. But having the contract done with Mahomes allows everything else to be built around him, not just on the field, but in the cap, in the organization itself. And that is something that allows you to lay that foundation brick everything else will be built off of. We're going to go through what they had to say in a number of different ways, but I want you to pay attention in particular to the overall theme of two things. One is that this was a concerted effort by all parties involved, not just Patrick, but also Patrick's agents, as well as Brett Veach and Andy Reid and Clark Hunt, to get this done in a way that doesn't cripple the franchise. They were all aware of that, starting with Patrick Mahomes, in that he is mature enough to understand, probably due to what he's seen in the baseball world growing up, that one guy cannot win championships. Dan Marino proves that. And I think that that is really the thing that sticks out in my mind as the cautionary tale for Patrick Mahomes. Don't end up like Dan Marino. And... For that to become uh, a centerpiece of this strategy at so young, at 24, it really says a lot about him, but it also says that everybody else is on board with the same strategy. It had to be good news to Brett Veach and Andy Reid, and that maturity is the second thing that flows through this conversation you will hear over and over again, because it is just that rare for a player not only in line for such an enormous payday like this one, but also a guy that is so young and so forward-thinking. And I think his background is so unique that that's got to be part of the crutch that he lies on 
We're going to hear a lot of specific comments, so stay tuned when we get back from this. And then later, Matt, Derek, and I are going to get into the details. One reason to repair and maintain your cars is to save money that you can then use on important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30 50 or 100% more on the same auto parts at a chain store or a new car dealership? RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts that are available for your car or truck. Write locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. We're going to start, and I want you to hear from the people around Pat Mahomes, the people that got this deal done as to how important it was. And we're going to start with the GM, Brett Veach, and hear his perspective on it. Well, I'd like to start off by welcoming everyone uh, to this Zoom today. It's certainly a historic day for the Kansas City Chiefs organization, uh, our great fan base, the Chiefs Kingdom, and, and really the entire NFL. Uh, if there was ever a player that was truly deserving of the largest contract in U.S. sports history, it's, it's definitely Pat Mahomes. Uh, Pat exemplifies excellence both on and off the field. Yesterday, when I was with Pat and his family and his agents, Chris and Lee, you know, we just talked about how amazing, you know, this relationship has been and really how we've come full circle in, in three short years. Um, you know, it started back in, in 2017, this organization, Clark Hunt, uh, Mark, Andy, we had a belief and a vision that Pat was going to be the next superstar of this league and, and really do things the league hasn't seen before. And after a 2018 season that saw Pat throw for 5,000 yards and 50 touchdown passes while being named league MVP, Following that up with a 19 season that uh, saw him bring help us bring the first Lamar Hunt Trophy to Kansas City, our first Super Bowl win in, in 50 years, and capping that off by being an Super Bowl MVP. Here we sat at the negotiating table, and now it was Pat and his family putting that same trust and same belief in our organization. And a deal of this length doesn't get done unless Pat truly believes in the vision of the Hunt family. Uh, the trust he has for for Coach Reed and his outstanding coaching staff, uh, and our and our personnel staff. Uh, I think when you take a step back and look at this contract, though, I think the most exciting thing of this contract, and I believe Pat would agree with me, is is that this contract shows um, just uh, a total commitment and love for Kansas City. Uh, Pat wants to win. He wants to uh, start a dynasty, and he wants to do all those things here in Kansas City, and that's extremely exciting for us. In our fan base. So before I turn it over to Coach Reed real quick, I do want to give special thanks to his agents, uh, Chris Cabot, Lee Steinberg for their really their open mindedness. And, and, you know, certainly we're all in this together. Um, they wanted protections for Pat, but they also wanted to make sure that Pat was surrounded by talent. And it's very important. I mean, Pat, again, is a, is a long term thinker and, and, and Pat understands the long game here. And then on, on our end, uh, my staff, uh, Brent Tillis and Chris Shea, just for their creative thinking, uh, certainly there's a lot of obstacles and hurdles 
to um, to overcome uh, on dealing dealing on uh, doing a deal of this magnitude. And those those two are outstanding. And um, again, the effort they put in, I uh, just want to thank them uh, so much uh, for everything. Now, the process to get something like this done, this monumental contract is not only difficult, but it's long and it goes through ebbs and flows. But let's hear from Brett Veach exactly how that process went down. Well, really, you know, we and it's kind of been said out there that going back to, I think, the first free agency that that I was a part of back in 18, um, we had the mindset to structure deals uh, to prepare for for an extension um, for Pat. Uh, again, it goes to the the level of belief uh, and faith we had in Pat. And this is before he was a full time starter. Uh, now, the one thing in Pat's favor is, as the seasons went on, the number kept getting bigger and bigger. So we were planning for the normal quarterback market back in eighteen for agency. Well, when Pat gets to this point, you know, we'll be right at here. And then, uh, I mean, it just it, it, it took off. So uh, you know, that certainly was was a good challenge to have. But you know, there it goes back to you know my initial statement just. Um, Brant Tillis and, and Chris Shea, you know, I, I remember when the trout deal came out, you know, Brant coming down to my office and said, this is, that's going to be a baseball contract. I mean, that's how good this kid's going to be. And, and, you know, we need to start thinking like this. And the cool thing about it is, and, and coach alluded to this where, you know, the maturity level of Pat, uh, it's, in this day and age, it's, um, it's certainly, uh, you know, you're looking around in three year deals, four year deals, but, you know, Pat just was so committed to this city and wanted certainly security like every player does, but also wanted to be here and, and to win and, and, and to, you know, establish a dynasty. And he said, shoot, let's be creative. Let's figure out a way to do this. And I want to be here for the rest of my career and I want to win. And um, so the discussions uh, on this contract have really been years in the making. Years in the making is a really good way to put this. And Andy Reid is very aware of the history of, of franchise quarterbacks in this city for this organization. Um, I'm so happy for, for Pat, for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, organization, um, and, and really for the city of Kansas City for having this opportunity to have uh, a, a true franchise quarterback here in Kansas City, one that was drafted here, uh, which hasn't happened uh, for almost the duration of the, uh, of the chief's organization. So, um, uh, and then I, I think Brett did a phenomenal job of organizing this. Um, and, uh, Brett, I've mentioned before had been instrumental in helping bring Pat to the, to the chiefs. He, I joked that he wore Dorsey and I out, but, uh, bringing the, bringing Pat here made us watch all the clips of him and, and said he was the best player he'd ever seen. And, and, uh, and so that's kind of come to fruition for all of us to witness, uh, like Brett had. Uh, but Brett's got a, a great crew with him, all of his, all of his scouts and guys that work with him. But in this instance, in particular, Chris Shea and, and Brent Tillis, who really, I think Brent did a phenomenal job of, of organizing the numbers for this and, and the plan along with Brett, uh, of setting this up. And none of this happens without, without Clark Hunt, obviously. Um, uh, that, that's a that's a bold move. I mean, we we've uh, gone above and, and beyond and found something that is phenomenal for Pat and and his family and and also for the Kansas City Chiefs. Pat was so so um, aware of of the surroundings, like he is on everything, uh, making sure that 
uh, not only was his deal done, but but also uh, almost to a T was that, that that he wanted he wanted uh, the organization to have an opportunity to be able to bring in players, and and that's a in this day and age uh, that unselfishness is a is a tough thing uh, to find at times. So my hat goes off to him and and his maturity in this whole thing, and and then. You know, Brett mentioned um, Chris Cabot and the the time that he spent over the last few years here, a couple of years of visiting Hart Building. He was always here and and kind of went above and beyond there to make sure that this all worked for uh, for Pat and his family and and also the Chiefs. And, and then Lee Steinberg, who's got a tremendous history with quarterbacks in this league. Man, it's, it's awesome. So, listen, all in all, I think it's a great thing. Very seldom you come out of a deal and go, you know what? It's a win-win. It's a win for the player. It's also a win for the team, the organization. And, and so I'm, I'm, I'm one happy guy. I put on my best Tommy Bahama for all of you today just to celebrate this, man. This is, this is a big day and it's, it's an awesome thing. And, uh, again, Brett and I just appreciate everything that the hunts do. We've got a great president and Mark Donovan who, who supports us on everything too. So it's, you know, it's a, it's a nice, it's a great, great event here. And hope everybody has a chance to celebrate it. Now, it's it's funny that Andy Reid mentioned celebrating this deal and that it's done and that Patrick's here for the long term because Andy Reid himself is somebody who's celebrating that fact, and he spoke to that as well. A young 70s, huh? Uh, listen, Herbie, I, I haven't gotten to that point mentally where I'm thinking about retirement. I love doing what I'm doing. Um, one of the great things about this job is, is when you look forward to coming to work to deal with the guys, uh, the players, the coaches, and I, I'm lucky enough to be around good players, uh, and coaches. And then this guy here, um, it makes it even better. So it's, uh, um, he, he has a, you know, we always talk about the great quarterbacks make everybody around them greater. So. Um, and, and he has a unique ability to do that with, with his teammates. And, um, I, I haven't, I, you know, the honey badger is part of this too. So he, he, uh, he was the first guy that texted myself and Brett when the deal got done was we got a text from, from Tyron and he just said, Hey, what a great thing you did. But they, both those two make our jobs very enjoyable. Um, uh, being able to come to work and have two great leaders like that. Um, along with the other guys that, that love to play the game. So listen, I'm, if it takes me into my 70s, let's roll, Herbie. Doug, got it. I'm ready to go. I'll, I'll second that. The Honey Badger has texted me like five times. He's messaged me on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, man, dude's, dude's hyped up for sure. <laughs> Any deal in the NFL is based on relationships, and Chris Cabot, Lee Steinberg, Brett Veach, and Andy Reid all have a relationship. And it's about getting to that point, but it still takes a process Brett Veach walks us through that process and what the cornerstones of it were. Yeah, I think that um, I would say that's true. I, I don't think, you know, so many times it's, it's, you know, listen, every, every aspect of the NFL is competitive and, and deals are, are no different. Um, this, it was unique in the sense that there was never a sense of we need to win this or we have to win this. This was, how can we get this done? And again, that goes back to Pat because ultimately Chris and Lee work for Pat and Pat has to have, again, I keep repeating myself this long-term vision on, on what he wants his legacy to be. Um, but there was never a sense. And again, I, I've seen it in all different 
forms and fashions with bigger deals and longer deals, there's always a contentious point. And I don't think it ever reached that because we were just all on the same page. We we're all committed to making this work. Certainly Pat is deserving of the largest contract in U.S. sports history. Um, but how can we get creative to recognize him, to set those benchmarks, but also find a way that we can surround him with talent and he can go out there and have fun and and do the things that he's capable of. And The structure of this deal with Mahomes definitely gives them enough to plan around because of its longevity and the way that it's built. But it also is stressed that you don't want to let things get out of hand before you make some moves. Well, I think when, you know, you talk about these, you, you know, uh, these aren't common. So when you have a, a structure like this, I think one of the things that's beneficial for us is um, certainty, certainty in regards to what we're dealing with every year. Um, you know, when these things um, don't get worked out and, you know, you're running into the final year of your deal or, you know, there's tags here and there and things go up and then it becomes contentious. I think we're dealing with a known factor now. We know um, where we're going to be. Um, we also know that there's um, potentially a tough time ahead of us and, and none of us know exactly where the cap is going to be next year. Um, we've kind of prepared for that to some degree. Um, but again, until you know exactly where it's going to be, um, you don't have the final numbers. But we're dealing with um, you know known numbers, known figures. It prepares us for the future and allows us to plan and prepare every year. And um, you know, like I said, you know, when you have structure and stability, um, that we believe ultimately is success. And, and you know, again, this contract, the way it's laid out, it just allows for us to have um, a definitive working number to work from every year. And within this contract, we can do certain things, um, you know, to create cap space. But now we're dealing with something that we know as opposed to the unknown, which is never a good scenario for a team to encounter during an offseason. But I, I will tell you, though, Pat, I, you know, he was very cautious about the, the, the whole um, situation about being able to keep players. So, I mean, that was in the dialogue there, and he made it known to us that um, however we can work that out, um, we can do it. And then Brett and Brant and Chris got together, and they just masterminded the thing and, and made it work. And, and, um, and so they, they came up with a plan. and. And, and presented it to Chris Cabot, and uh, between and Chris had some ideas. And so between them, they they were able to formulate something here. But uh, you know, I, I would just say Clark Hunt, uh, who is brilliant, and his his you know he's he's got a phenomenal mind, um, uh, in particular with business uh, business mind. So he uh, he also was able to oversee this and understand it and put in whatever input he had on it. Um, and he's more aware of the COVID situation than anybody being the owner of the football team. And so, um, and he felt comfortable with it when it was all said and done that, that we'd be able to, um, be able to go forward and still, um, be able to sign players, even if the cap does uh, decrease a little bit. I will, I will say this too, that if the ownership thing doesn't work out for Clark, he'd be a great cap guy because it was, uh, it's funny how, you know, we're, we're so buttoned up and we've been working on, on concepts and ideas for this for multiple years. And again, this deal can go as smoothly as it, as it could have gone. But when we did run into a couple different hiccups, it's amazing how quickly Clark had an answer. And, um, you know, it's, uh, 
uh, as coach mentioned, uh, certainly Brent and Chris pulling all the legwork there, but uh, Clark has always has a few tricks up his sleeve and he's extremely, um, you know, we extremely appreciate his uh, oversight on this for sure. And at the end of the day, the agents for Pat Mahomes, for Pat Mahomes himself, for Brett Veach, for Andy Reid, it all comes together in what are the core things you want to get done and how does it affect your future? Well, listen, I mean, you know, Chris and, and Lee, um, and I don't want to speak for Pat, but just my take on, on this was, you know, they wanted, you know, they had two big wants, and that was protection for Pat um, and then surrounding Pat with talent. And, you know, Coach, and I know as well as anybody that if you uh, – Pat Mahomes is healthy and there's talent around him, it's it's unstoppable. And so, uh, you know, the, the framework was how can we get him, um, you know, the most in protections – and at the same time, continually to allow him to have great talent around him. So it kind of started in the longer term. Um, again, and this goes back to the agents working for the player, Pat being very mature for a young age and understanding that I have a great city, great fan base, great ownership, uh, Hall of Fame head coach. It's going to be hard to beat this. Um, and how can we um, put you know, how could Pat, how could we put Pat in a position where he is the highest paid player in the game, which he is. Um, and on top of that, do so in a format that will continue to allow us to, you know, have talent around them. And, and so, um, again, I, I give credit to, to their staff of just wanting to do a legacy deal and not just uh, a cash deal. And that's what, what people have to understand. And in saying that, it's easy to say that. Um, but you, you have to have a special and, and a unique person like we have in Pat to understand that, hey, listen, I'm going to make more money than I'll ever know what to do with. And I just I want to see our organization reward other players. And I want to see um, you know myself surrounded with these players like the Badger um, and, and, and Tyreek and all these guys. So um, you know, I joke with Chris, I said, it's almost impossible to do the biggest contract in sports history and have a player look, you know, unselfish, but somehow Pat again is able to, to do this in a unique way where he's the highest paid player in the game and will be for a long time yet does so in a way that allows us to reward his teammates along the way. Um, it's very unique and I don't think the city, um, should take that for granted. I know they won't. Um, but again, I think uh, back to my opening statement that this this contract in the length speaks to Pat's love and commitment uh, to Kansas City. He wants to win and he wants to do it here in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, I'll second second that. I mean, he said he probably hit it around the head. I mean, uh, like he said, I went there. I went in there with an open mind. Uh, I went in there with like those two concepts. I wanted to keep great players around me and obviously reward them for being great players and, and support and being a great teammate and everything like that. And I, and I wanted the security that I've always talked about. And I feel like, uh, once the, once the, this concept came to me, I was all aboard. It was all about the details at that point. Um, and I thought, uh, the, the chiefs organization did a great job. And I, I, I had a lot of phone calls with, with Chris and, and Lee and them interrupted a few golf games, uh, about every single day. And so, uh, it was, a. Uh, I went in with the open mind and when the concept came to me, I loved the idea and, and, and we've got to be able to do it the right way. And I'm excited for the future. Ed. Now, those are the things that stand out to me about Brett Veach, Andy Reed and Pat Mahomes in their conference call. When we get back, we're going to get with Matt Derrick and break it down a little bit more from his perspective and what we can look at for the future. 
So as we look at at the structure of the deal, yes, the number is incredible. It's it's yeah, it's not going to be taught for a long time. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me and I put up right away is the fact that the cap number stays under that of Russell Wilson for the next three years. Yeah. And that the way that they structured it, can you speak to how they got that done and the bonus situation, how this thing works? It seems like it's really complicated. It, it is pretty complicated. And, you know, and it was really set up, you know, because they could have done a lot of different things. I mean, they could have absolutely changed it to get Patrick Mahomes more money right now in the form of either some higher base salary in the next couple of seasons, bigger, you know, bonus. Since he's only getting 10 million as a signing bonus right now. Um, but keeping the number, the cap number consistent and low for the next two years was really key. Um, because they don't have a lot of cap room right now in this for 2020 and don't have a lot of room for 2021. And that's not even knowing what the salary cap is going to be in 2021. And Brett Feach even acknowledged, you know, no one knows what's going to happen. And, you know, it could be a lower cap number next year. You get into 2022 and that's when it starts to creep up. Yeah. 31 million is a, a big number, but you're right. It's not, an, it's not quite a Russell Wilson number. And it's a reasonable number, if, if not even underpriced for an MVP quarterback. So for the next three seasons, it's manageable and it allows the Chiefs to do what they want to do as far as keeping the core veterans together, the guys on offense, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, keeping your tackles together, keeping your guys on defense. Now, the big question out there is still going to be Chris Jones, and that's a whole other question. But, hey, getting Patrick Mahomes done doesn't hurt at all when it comes to getting something done with Chris Jones if you want to. That, if anything, it makes it easier. It doesn't make it necessarily more likely, but it makes it easier from the Chiefs' standpoint. When you get into the, down the road, that's the tricky thing because, you know, with this, with the guarantees that the way they are and these rolling guarantees, basically every year is going, each year is going to guarantee the season following. So, you know, essentially all this money is guaranteed, but it's not going to become guaranteed until basically a year out. Mm -hmm. And the catch there is that, you know, not that the Chiefs are going to walk away from Patrick Mahomes, but it's impossible for them to walk away from Patrick Mahomes without a day of reckoning. Because at Mm -hmm. any point, if they decided that, you know, that they wanted to get away from this deal, um, especially once you get three, four seasons in, yeah, once you pass that deadline for the guarantee, you're going to have these $38.9 million contracts guaranteed that you're not getting out of. So to a degree, it's set up that neither side can really get out of it, and certainly not the Chiefs. Now, what it's done is that with these basically roster bonuses paying the the bulk of the salary is that it really gives them the opportunity to move that money around and change things if they want to. So that's why I fully expect. I, I don't think that this is going to be the last contract that Patrick Mahomes signs for between, between now and 2031. It wouldn't surprise me if this deal gets reworked three or four times or more. Yeah. Um, and that's the expectation on both sides. They both understand that this deal is probably going to be reworked. But what was important for the Chiefs to do was just get a firm number, a number that they know, okay, you know what? Over 10 years, we're going to give Patrick Mahomes $450 million. If we need to move some of that money around so that we're maybe paying him more one year and less another, that's fine. But now that they just know a number, that's what they can account for and they can plan. Moving it around is no problem at all. Especially because it isn't a huge bonus that's prorated that you really can't do much with. 
This leaves them the flexibility. I personally feel, and this is my next question to you, the huge payout, I think it's 2027, means to me that at the very minimum, this deal gets either torn up and redone or extended by 2026 in order to avoid that $60 million cap number. Yeah, there's a couple of ways to look at it because you're right. I mean, and when we talk about NFL contracts and we hear that they're four years, they're almost never a four-year contract. Usually it's basically a two- or a three-year contract with an opt-out. And even this year, in this year's free agency, we saw a lot of you know four-year contracts with one-year opt-outs. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, you're right. I mean, basically, there's after year three, which is you know going after the 2024 season, going into 2025, there that 20 in 2025 is going to guarantee for 2026 at that or uh is when it's first the first big guarantee is going to kick in and that yeah i mean i could see that i could see this as being a three-year deal that you renegotiate after 2024 and start moving some money around it could also be a five-year that you go through before you start moving some running money around but you're right. I mean, 2027, when you've got that 59.95 million cap number, I don't expect that the Chiefs are going to absorb that. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, you're going to have to move them, put that money somewhere. So well, and, even and with- if the Chiefs had to eat this whole thing and pay it as it is, it's mm-hmm. actually set up that they could do that. Yeah, it's incremental enough. But when even with normal growth of the cap, 2027, we're talking maybe the caps, if it's, if it goes the way it has, if it recovers from this season, we're talking 260 to 80 for normal growth. That's still like 23% of the cap at that 60 number. So yeah, it certainly could work, but I don't think that that's the way that it's going to come down. I think we agree on that. The bigger thing for me, and obviously we don't have to get into it today. This is about Patrick Mahomes, but uh, like you said earlier, it actually, I think, makes it easier now to get the big issue out of the plate. You know what the foundational salary is for your biggest player. Do you think this makes it easier to negotiate and actually get something done with Chris Jones? I, I, I don't know if I use the word easier. I mean, it, it's, I, I guess you could say that. But the problem with Chris Jones was never going to be Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. The problem with the Chris Jones contract is always going to be Chris Jones. I mean, that's just the issue. How much you paid Mahomes wasn't really going to affect Jones. And, and this deal, you know, shows it. I mean, they didn't really do anything to move around money for the next two seasons. Yeah. Uh, if anything, yeah, you've freed up a little bit of money in 2022. So if you've got a, a deal with Chris Jones that's going to cover three or four years, you know, you can, you can accommodate that, but it's still going to come down to whether or not these two sides can agree on anything. And at this point, we just haven't seen that. Now, Hey, I, I'll take an L because I did not think that the Chiefs were going to get this deal done with Mahomes before the season started. Yeah. And so I, I've been saying I don't think they're going to get a deal done with Chris Jones. I could be wrong on that too. Um, but I, I would still, it would still be knock me over with a feather if those two sides get anything done because at least with Mahomes, we had some sound. We had a little bit of rumblings about negotiations going on. Mm-hmm. With Chris Jones, we have, it's been radio silence. Yeah. And I think the difference is that Mahomes clearly, and he said it today, has been very specific in wanting to stay here for his career. And I think he knew that pretty early on. And clearly, the team, as we heard today, has been planning since before he was the starter about how they were going to extend him. They thought it was going to be the standard quarterback money, $30 million a year. Oh, it sounds like such a pittance right now. But they both sides have clearly been working towards this. 
And I said it on yesterday's podcast, but I, I do feel like if this wasn't a team that was that focused on the future and a player that was that open to the future. And like Brett said many times today, uh, mature for his age. I don't feel like this small market team in the middle of the Midwest really would have been able to do this if they weren't all specifically focused on the same thing. Yeah. I mean, to a degree, I mean, the way that this came about is, is, is pretty amazing because I, I think the only way this comes about is that you've got all of these people involved. Um, because I, I think part of obviously Patrick Mahomes falling in love with Kansas City. Yeah. It's a great town. It's a great fan base. All those things. He fell in love with Andy Reid too. Yeah. So the fact that you've got an absolutely <clears throat> perfect pairing between coach and quarterback helps out there. The fact that, and all three of these guys today talked about trust and the fact that they trust each other. And then you throw in the relationship between Brett Veach and Chris Cabot, you know, the agent for Patrick Mahomes, there's trust there too. So you put all of this together and you really, you had every, every group involved in this wanted the same thing, you know? So I think that certainly made all of it easier, just the relationship that all these people have with each other. And Hey, you certainly hope over the next 12 years, nothing changes. And I, I have no reason to believe that it will. Uh, these, 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 these groups all seem like they truly respect each other. And, and I don't think that we see anything remotely suggesting that anything's going to sour between Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. But I don't know if this happens in any other, with any other team, because I don't know if any other team's got an Andy Reid and the Brett Veach. And that's exactly how I feel too, to the point where I thought one of the funnier moments, and we'll finish on the two guys that I think really reap the benefits of this. And that is um, Andy Reid did not put out the question of, of coaching into his 70s today. I thought that was significant, something that I thought for a while. But to hear him say it, does that reassure you or is that a little bit of flowery talk and, you know, attaboy Herbie? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, if if anybody's going to be a lifer head coach in the NFL, I mean, Andy Reid could be that guy. So mm. it would not surprise me. Um, but, you know, yeah, at the end of this deal with Mahomes, he'll be 74. I mean, that's up there. I mean, but Bill Belichick is what, 68, 69. Yeah. I mean, and he seems like he's, you know, older than dirt. So, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, getting up there at 74, it's hard to be on the cutting edge. And Andy Reid still is. So I think part of it is, I think it's, it's, it's going to depend on a lot of different factors. I mean, it's going to depend on how he feels. It's going to depend on if he's still got the energy to do it, if he feels he can still be on the cutting edge. I mean, I was asked this earlier, and I would say I'd, if I, I'd probably put the over-under on the number of years that I think Andy Reid will coach at eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I think it's hard to see going the under. I'd probably still bet the over. But at the same time, I mean, Andy Reid's a different guy than he was a few years ago. I mean, you've seen it. I mean, yeah. the, the Super Bowl certainly seems to have mellowed him a little bit. He seems to be certainly enjoying himself, and he's a little bit more lighthearted. Um, you've heard just that in the last few years that, you know, and I think Mahomes being a big part of it, that he just enjoys his job more. He loves coaching. He loves all of that. But then at the same time, I mean, he's a grandfather now. You know, there's yeah. other things that are going on. Um, I, I think it's it's too early to say what he's going to do. I don't think he knows what he's going to do. But I do know that the, the fire's still burning. I mean, that guy does not certainly, I think, that retirement's on the horizon. So I don't think it's around the corner. But I still think it would be in the best interest of probably the Chiefs as far as their long-term future if the you know successor to Andy Reid got to coach Patrick Mahomes 
and be kind of a bridge and let Mahomes be the bridge to the next generation of Chiefs. But you know what? Win as many as you can. And if Andy Reid's still winning Super Bowls in 10 years, he's not going anywhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, Pete Carroll, watch out. Exactly. You might give up a record. Um, the two other people that I think really made out in this and, and reap the benefits of it, Chris Cabot off the top, I think, has really made a mark for him. I know he's been very well thought of for years, but this really sets him apart, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, it does. I mean, this is it's obviously the biggest deal in sports. And for both the, you know, the representatives for, for, for Patrick Mahomes, Chris Cabot and Lee Steinberg. For Steinberg, this is really a bit of a comeback. I mean, mm-hmm. he's been working on it for a few years now, but uh, you know, this is a, you know, this is, he, he, he once, once, you know, in the eighties had some of the biggest quarterback contracts in the league and now he's got it again. Um, but yeah, Cabot is really the guy that is, is perceived as being the driver behind the Mahomes camp. And I mean, this is his, you know, first really, truly big quarterback and, and big deal. And he's been getting more and more. I mean, he's got a handful of other quarterbacks and other players that they're landing. So, and I think that's only, you're only going to see that more. I mean, Chris Cabot is the probably next superstar agent because you win a deal like this and every 21 year old coming out of college is going to want to go with the guy that got Mahomes half a billion dollars. Absolutely. Good Lord. <laughs> it's just hard to hear that still. You know, I, I think that Clark Hunt clearly in the way that he's positioned and now that this franchise is positioned for the future. Uh, it's it's hard, it's rare to say this that you just committed to spending a half a billion dollars, and I think he made out like a bandit in terms of future earnings and what this does for him. Yeah, I mean, and we were talking about just raising the profile of the organization. I mean, it does that. I mean, you certainly, you know, nobody can hang you know cheap on the Chiefs or small market Chiefs. I mean, this is not that. Um, you know, the, he's he's showed his willingness to get the deal done, and you know, this is absolutely going to help the I think the Chiefs down the road because. It, Money is still uh, over a factor over everything else. But when the money is equal, where's the team going to go? Where's the player going to go to? They're going to go to where they can win. Patrick Mahomes is going to help you win. So this is going to help them continue to attract talent. The fact that other players are going to know that Patrick Mahomes is going to be there for 12 years makes it easier. So if you're a receiver or you're a tackle, if you're even on defense, you're not, and you're coming to play with Patrick Mahomes, it's not a case of you don't know if he's going to be there in two years. You know right. Patrick Mahomes is going to be there for the rest of your life. Yeah. There are kids going to college this year that have plans to end up in Kansas City. Exactly. <laughs> and that's, hey, you can't ever argue with that. Um, I know that you are a man in high demand, so I will call that for a day. But thank you for your time. We appreciate you coming back. Absolutely, Ryan. Thanks a lot. And that's going to be it for me today. It's been a very long show, but thank you guys for checking it out. We'll have more for you tomorrow, and next week we have the ultimate crossover. We're going to do a lot of talking about the Chiefs and how they're going to defend their AFC West championship first, and then look at the Super Bowl. Thanks for listening to us today. We'll talk to you next time. Ryan Tracy is the founder of Rogue Analytics and the host of RGR Football on YouTube. Follow him there. Chris Clark is a senior analyst at ChiefsDigest.com where you can get his work. Rate and review at Apple Podcasts and subscribe on your preferred podcast platform. Thank you for listening.